It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to a unexpected and somber uh, edition of Locked On Blazers. Um, I, I was planning on not doing a podcast today, uh, but uh, some news came across late this afternoon, uh, and it is with great sadness that I uh, say that Paul Allen the owner of the Blazers is dead at 65 years old uh, from his battle with cancer, uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma to be exact. And uh, the the team and Paul Allen announced a couple of weeks ago that the cancer had returned. And uh, I think I speak for everybody uh, feeling like this was a little bit of a shock. Um, Nobody really expected him to go this quickly um, especially when you think of a man of his means and uh, but you know you know illnesses cancer doesn't care who you are and uh, they can bring you down and unfortunately Paul Allen uh, has passed away um, and there's been an outpouring of emotion from Blazers fans, uh, especially obviously Seahawks fans as well, but, and Sounders fans, but, uh, you know, amongst my network of Blazers people and Blazers fans, you know, everybody seems shocked. Uh, everybody is grateful, um, you know, to have had the owner that they had, uh, especially when it you know, comes to Paul Allen and the Blazers, you think back to those teams in the early 2000s and the late 90s where he was willing to open the checkbook and it was, you know, he, he he's the reason why the Blazers had all those good teams in the late 2000s and late night or in the early 2000s and late 90s. Uh, you know, those Rasheed Wallace teams and uh, and the early 90s teams as well. You know, he owned the team. In, in 1988 when those early 90s teams made their runs to the NBA Finals and uh, some special moments in this market and in this region whether it's the Seahawks, the Sounders the Blazers were, you know, he was responsible for a lot of that and there's obviously even a lot more uh, when you talk about development around Seattle University of Washington uh, you think about how that city is. A lot of that is Paul Allen. Um, a lot of his influence is there. And uh, you see a lot of the guys that uh, came out to uh, show their support on the Blazers. Damian Lillard, uh, you know, with a very somber tweet after the news broke about Paul Allen uh, and, and Lillard's quote was rock bottom will teach you lessons that mountaintops never will uh adam silver 
released a statement moments ago uh, from the NBA. Paul Allen was the ultimate trailblazer in business, philanthropy, and in sports. As one of the longest tenured owners in the NBA, Paul brought a sense of discovery and vision to every league matter, league large and small. He was generous with his time on committee work, and his expertise helped lay the foundation for the league's growth internationally in our embrace of new technologies. He was a valued voice who challenged assumptions and conventional wisdom, and one we will deeply miss as we start a new season without him. Our condolences go to his family, friends, and the entire Trailblazers organization. So that was NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on the passing of Paul Allen. Uh, tons of people reaching out. Uh, Ron Wyden, Senator Nicholas Batum, former Blazer. Uh, and, and a lot of people have also kind of reflected on uh, his impact on the Blazers team. And while he, you know, he was here, I think a lot of people, including myself, had been hard on him, disagreed with him, uh, maybe you know, not always thought that he was making the right moves, but he loved the Blazers and he was the owner and he was responsible for a lot of happiness. And I think one of the coolest things about having Paul Allen as the owner is that um, he was just as happy when the team won as the people in the 300 level. And uh, he was a huge, huge fan. And I think uh, that's what people will remember about Paul Allen. And uh, it's sad. I mean, everyone is kind of wondering what's next. And um, there's already been some talk about what is next. So uh, we're going to take one quick break and we're going to talk about um, next steps for the Trailblazers in light of the sad news about Paul Allen. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. So uh, what happens to the Blazers now? Um, I think that is, unfortunately, I you know, it seems crass to move on uh, at this time, but it is what I think is on everybody's mind in terms of the Blazers, because at least with Paul Allen, you had a sense of security uh, that he would keep the team here. Uh, And it's not, you know, it's not as much of a guarantee anymore uh, that the Blazers will stay. And that's just capitalism. That's not, uh, that's not, uh, any insight or anything. It's just anytime things like this change hands, like a sports team, there's always the risk that uh, the team could move. And uh, Brian Berger from Sports Business Radio uh, with some news on that front following uh, the 
passing away of Paul Allen is that uh, the, the Vulcan company has had a plan in place to sell the Blazers and Seahawks um, in the event of Paul Allen's death. So they've had this contingency plan ready. Um, and Paul's sister, Jody, um, who has a very high up role in Vulcan Incorporated, apparently has no interest in owning either team, according to Brian Berger of Sports Business Radio. So uh, the NBA obviously has probably a list of people that they have vetted, people that they're interested in, and it's really uncomfortable to go from a real-life thing, the passing of Paul Allen, to this very um, you know, superficial thing on one level, but it also means a lot to the city, and it means a lot to those of you who are listening, so that's why we're talking about it. And um, it seems like they're going to sell the team. Uh, you know, precedent for me, at least, uh, given what the league has done lately, I can't see them moving the team from Portland to Seattle or something like that, which I think has long been um, a fear of Blazers fans ever since the Sonics have left. It was the Blazers potentially moving to Seattle to replace the Sonics. And um, while that theoretically could happen, the optics of it would be really, really bad. And it's hard for me to see the NBA okaying a sale to Chris Hansen and the group that tried to buy the Sacramento Kings, the group that tried to buy the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think there will be somebody in place with a lot of the growth that Portland is having and also the fact that they've had this history here um, that someone will pay to keep the team here. And so um, that's just my read on it. You know, obviously this is not... um, we don't know anything right now. And I think even if you ask people within the Blazers organization what's going on, they wouldn't tell you that they know anything because, uh, you know, this has been such a shocking thing. And, uh, but it's interesting to note that it, the, you know, people that know the ownership situation and the team expect the team to be sold. So uh, it's really going to be interesting to see who steps in which uh, people come together for a bid because usually with teams of this size, uh, especially when uh, you're, they're going to be buying it from the Allen estate, which is probably going to value this thing at like a billion dollars, you're going to need more than one person. And, um, you know, it, it, it sucks. Um, and Paul Allen was a very generous owner. The Vulcans even had to step in because he was such a generous owner. He was too generous in the early 2000s and late 90s and paying out the wazoo for everybody, and it worked for a while, but then it didn't. And, um, you know, it, the, the thing I keep on coming back to uh, about Paul Allen is, uh, is, is the team that I last covered when I was at the Columbian. And... It was the the 15-16 team after LaMarcus left and how special that team was to him. And I know that a lot of fans, especially around here, are sick of making the playoffs, winning around and getting out. But I think it was instructive to me to show that, you know, a team that wins a playoff series can mean so much more than that. And I think... Uh, I shared the story on my Twitter account uh, from Jason Quick uh, from the 2016 season 
about how Paul Allen got emotional and and gave them this big speech at the end of the Warriors series when they lost. And that moment always stood out to me as a, as a moment that signified what the Blazers meant to Paul Allen, even in something as you know, seemingly meaningless as just winning a playoff series. And so uh, the Blazers made the playoffs in 23 out of Paul Allen's 30 seasons. Um, the guy just, he cared about the Blazers. He sold his stock in Microsoft and then just decided to live a life, and he lived it. And so um, there's a lot of things to remember about Paul Allen. It sucks that he's gone, and uh, we take one more break and we talk about Thursday and some of the emotions I think uh, we're all going to be feeling. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, uh, Thursday, coming up here soon, first Blazers game of the season. It's against the Lakers, and now they're throwing, and now we've been thrown this Paul Allen news. Um, and I, I can't even begin to imagine what the arena, what the vibe is going to be on Thursday night in the Moda Center. I, 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 I don't. I can't even imagine. There's so many emotions that are going to be at play. You've got the Lakers rivalry maybe getting started again. You've got the best player in the world coming, and then you've got the overwhelming sadness of an entire fan base and team. And I think uh, it's going to be extremely emotional. I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know what the emotions are going to be. Um, But I think it's going to be loud. Uh, at least during the game and uh, there would definitely I'm sure be a moment of silence but who knows I mean they, the Blazers could pull out some a lot of other stops because uh, you know Paul Allen was everything to this team and uh, it's really sad to, to lose Paul Allen an owner that cared so much that uh, really uh, did what he could to keep the Blazers in Portland he built the Rose Garden he uh, kept the team here. He opened the checkbook. He was willing to pay in the luxury tax, uh, even to re-sign Alan Crabb and uh, all those guys that they re-signed in 2016. I mean, the guy was willing to pay whatever it was to bring a championship home, and it sucks that he never got one. He never got to hold it up in Portland. Uh, he came close a couple of times, and you know that ultimately really sucks. It's a shame that he never got to do it, but he did get that Seahawks championship and uh, brought a lot of great moments to Portland and Oregon uh, with the Blazers. I mean, all these moments of my childhood, like those 2000s Blazers that I'm talking about, even uh, the, the kind of tragedy of those Brandon Roy, Greg Oden teams, uh, you know, he, he always did what he could to, to make Portland a destination and a good place for guys to want to play. And so uh, he will definitely be missed, and uh, we don't know how the rest of it is going to play out, but uh, we definitely need to uh, acknowledge that, and we'll talk more about basketball and all that stuff 
uh, as the week goes on. But uh, devastating news about Paul Allen um, and uh, his passing. So rest in peace, Paul Allen. Thoughts are with his family. And uh, yeah, uh, just a lot of respect for uh, what he did for the Pacific Northwest and for Portland. So um, thank you for uh, sitting through my terrible voice uh, that I lost at Alton Stadium over the weekend. But uh, rest in peace, Paul Allen, uh, and thank you for everything you did for the Blazers and this town. So uh, until next time, we will be back once again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.